This is the International Soccer Preview and we are Soccer Files Canada. Welcome to Series 16. This is the short version looking at the groups of the 2023 CONCACAF Gold Cup. This is Group C, Costa Rica, Panama, El Salvador and Martinique. Here we go. Hello, it's the International Soccer Preview. I'm Kevin and I'm missing my usual co-hosts. Uh, I talked about why in the Group A short media cast, so I won't repeat all that here, but uh, here I am all by my lonesome. It is Series 16 of our media cast. It's the short version of the same Series 16, which looks at the groups and teams for the 2023 CONCACAF Gold Cup. In this short version here, we're replacing parts one and two of the full-length version with a short summary of each team's history and a quick look at their recent form. Uh, and now we can include the three teams that uh, just yesterday qualified through the playoffs. So let us take a look. And we begin with Costa Rica. Costa Rica, a summary of their history, is for the most part the strongest team in Central America. Uh, Honduras and El Salvador have had their turns at the World Cup and Panama has recently become a force in the region, but uh, Costa Rica uh, still probably considered the strongest Central American team. The wider region includes Mexico, USA, Canada and the Caribbean teams, among whom Cuba, Haiti, Jamaica and Trinidad and Tobago sometimes challenge. Costa Rica was a strong force in the region, winning three CONCACAF championships from 1963 to 1989, but did not reach the World Cup during that time. They suffered a lull in both competitions in the 1970s and early 80s, but came back into form in the regional championships in the mid-80s and with a World Cup qualification in 1990. Their otherwise poor record in the World Cup uh, appeared... Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to start that sentence again. Their otherwise poor record in World Cup appearances was redressed from 2002, reaching all but one of the World Cups since then. Uh, that puts them as the third or fourth strongest team in the region, but that hasn't played out in the regional cups, where they have uh, reached the semi-finals, effectively the top four, only twice since 2005, though they consistently finish in the top eight. And in terms of recent performance, Costa Rica continued to rely on their successful World Cup 2014 squad, but the 2019 and 2021 Gold Cup suggested they were aging out and not being replaced. In 2022 World Cup qualifying, it looked as if Panama would take their World Cup spot, but a strong finish saw them seize it back. A bit of renewal occurred, but it was really a spurt of form from the veterans um, that uh, saw them through. Predictions that it would catch up with them in the World Cup looked embarrassingly true when they lost the first game 7-0 to Spain. But as in qualifying, the veterans pulled out better performances in the last two games. It is still the case that these veterans will retire and renewal is increasingly overdue. Uh, and coming second in their 2022-23 CONCACAF Nations League A group behind Panama is evidence of that need for renewal. 
And speaking of Panama, that is our second team. So Costa Rica and Panama going head to head once again. And uh, we'll do a kind of summary of Panama's history. Uh, actually, Panama was a weak team on, among Central American teams until 2005, qualifying only for the first regional cup where no qualification was required and only one gold cup in 1993. Suddenly in 2005, they became a strong second-tier team in CONCACAF, not only consistently reaching the Gold Cup, but passing the group stage. A second-place finish in 2005 was good, but their strongest period was 2015 to 2018, reaching the semi-final of the Gold Cup three times in a row with another second-place finish in 2015 and their only World Cup qualification in 2018. At first, it seemed like a golden generation, but it has extended too long for that and now seems a permanent state of affairs. In terms of recent history, uh, Panama's golden generation argument was put to the test after several key players retired following the 2018 World Cup appearance. It had some credence when, after three Gold Cup semi-final finishes to 2015, they went back to quarter-final finishes in 2017 and 2019 Gold Cups and followed with a group stage exit in 2021. However, a strong 2022 World Cup qualifying campaign and a reaching the final four in the 2022-23 Nations League season, where they finished first in their group ahead of Costa Rica, gives pause to that argument that they're in decline. All right, and the third team in the group is El Salvador. I'm just going to pause to take a little drink here. And I'm back. So a uh, summary of El Salvador's history. El Salvador's name appeared fleetingly as far back as the 1938 and 1950 World Cups, though they withdrew from both. They were, however, founding members of the CONCACAF region and hosted the first cup in 1963. They finished second there and fourth in the next. And though their form dipped in regional play, they reached the World Cup in 1970. Their strongest period was around 1980, where they finished third and then second in the CONCACAF Championship and qualified for their second World Cup in 1980. They would never reach such heights again. In the 1990s, they did better in World Cup play, reaching the final round of qualifying regularly, but did so only twice after that. Conversely, they were weak in regional cup play in the 90s, but regularly reached the Gold Cup from 2002. Though they passed the group stage about half the time, the quarterfinals proves a ceiling that they cannot break through. Um, in terms of recent performance, El Salvador has remained consistently average for a long time. Reaching the final round of World Cup qualifying in 2022 seems a step forward, but they reached it because it had expanded from six teams to eight, and they finished seventh. Quarterfinal finishes in four of the last six Gold Cups also places them around seventh in the region. A second-place finish in their CONCACAF Nations League A group amounts to the same thing. And uh, the team that got through the playoffs was Martinique. 
And uh, as a protectorate of France, much like a province, they do not compete in the World Cup since they're not an independent country. However, they are members of CONCACAF and have steadily participated in regional competition since the start of the Gold Cup in 1991. Qualification is earned through the Caribbean Cup, and they were a strong team in the early years, winning the Caribbean Cup in 1993 and finishing in the top three in the two surrounding editions. This earned them qualification for their first Gold Cup in 1993, but they were inconsistent after that, ranging from two third-place finishes to two non-qualifications for the Caribbean Cup. Their third-place finish in 2001 qualified them for the Gold Cup in 2002, where they reached the quarterfinals for their best Gold Cup result. It remains the only time they've passed the group stage. After reaching the Gold Cup for the second time in a row in 2003, they fell off, not reaching it again until 2013. From that time, though, they have qualified for five of the six editions, missing only in 2015. However, the cup proves a bit beyond their level as they earn only the odd point at the group stage and do not pose a threat to pass it. In terms of recent performance, the last years of the Caribbean Cup for Martinique saw a resurgence in form after a flat period. They finished fourth in two of the last three editions, uh, though they did not match their strength in the mid-90s. With qualification now moving to the CONCACAF Nations League from 2018, they reached League A and they have survived at that level. They are, however, weak among teams at that level and it shows in Gold Cup play where they do well to continuously reach the finals but are among the weaker teams once there. Okay, well, that is uh, the uh, histories and uh, summaries of recent form. So let's switch over to part three from the full-length version for a comparison and discussion about the teams. And uh, just a reminder that uh, when we recorded that discussion, we didn't know who the playoff winner would be. We're going to the third part of the podcast, which is uh, a comparison and discussion of the team. So we're going to start with the pots that they come from. And yeah. Look at their rankings after that. Yeah, Costa Rica were ranked third among all uh, Gold Cup teams, ahead of Canada actually, and they're the pot one team. Uh, Panama were the top of the pot two team, so they were fifth uh, out of the um, out of the Concacaf team to qualify. Um, so pretty strong pot two team. El Salvador uh, they ranked not sorry tenth among Concacaf teams, so they were second out of four pot three teams. So um yeah i think all in all it kind of um leads to a competitive group costa rica ranked third probably not stronger than canada uh, so i think kind of between you know third to tenth not a lot to choose between three kind of similar sized countries yeah i mean arguably not not stronger than panama uh, going by the most uh, recent results but we'll we'll take a look at the head-to-head uh, to see a, a bit of a longer view of how costa rica compares to panama uh, okay, let's take a look at the rankings, and we see uh, Costa Rica does kind of lead the way there. Yeah, they're 39th uh, in FIFA and 40th uh, in the slightly more reliable ELO rankings. Um, so again, they are the highest ranked team in the group. Um, Panama, uh, they're ranked 58th in FIFA and 51st uh, in ELO. Um, 
they've kind of been up and down over the years, but are kind of at a, at a relative high point. Um, and then El Salvador are 75th in FIFA and 85th uh, in ELO, which um, for them, they don't usually get above that mark and are, yeah, the clear third third ranked team in the group. All right. Well, maybe we'll get a bit more insight through the uh, the head-to-head records. Or maybe if you just read out their overall record and I'll point out any uh, really significant details. Yeah, so uh, a lot of these teams have played each other a lot, um, especially because they're all uncapped teams. Um, Costa Rica has a winning record over Panama with 18 wins, 6 draws, and 8 losses. Uh, yeah, now something really interesting here, I've actually divided uh, divided that record into three parts. So uh, before 2000, uh, Costa Rica uh, had the winning record, and even from 2002, uh, sorry, yeah, 2000 to 2015, it was nine wins, two ties, and two losses. But from 2015 onwards, they actually have an even record of four wins, two draws, and four losses uh, each. So what do you make of that? Yeah, I think pretty pretty even. Um, we did mention that in the Gold Cup qualifying, which was a Nations League, Costa, or Panama won both those games. Um, so even though Costa Rica has a better record overall, Panama carries victories in the last two matches. Yeah, that's right. So Panama getting the better of them recently, which will make for an interesting matchup here. Uh, how about Costa Rica's record with El Salvador? Um, Costa Rica has the winning record, 19 wins, 9 draws, and 7 losses. Yeah, and I don't have much to add there. That's pretty consistent uh, over time, and they've never really met uh, in in a really crucial match, so just over the years meeting uh, kind of in group stages and stuff like that. So um, uh, Costa Rica with the uh, uh, better record there. How about uh, El Salvador and Panama? Well, this is interesting because uh, it's almost even. El Salvador comes up slightly at, on top with 10 wins and 6 draws, but 9 losses. So those 10 wins and 9 losses, very even. Yeah, very even. And I've also divided them into two parts. So prior to 2005, El Salvador uh, had the record of 7 wins, 5 draws, and 0 losses. But uh, since 2005... Um, Panama, uh, sorry, uh, Panama has the better record. Nine wins, one draw, and three ties. Uh, sorry, one draw and three losses. So Panama with a vastly superior record since 2005. Yeah, and as we saw in the deep dive, 2005 really marked kind of a, the start of a long and good period for Panama. Yeah, that's, uh, that's right. Okay, uh, well, now we'll move on to see what the odds makers say. So actually, uh, there are not a lot of odds uh, available at this time, maybe when we get closer to the cup. We're not uh, promoting gambling here, but just seeing what the uh, odds makers make of it. And all I could find, Connor, was just the odds to win the tournament uh, overall, but at least we can kind of uh, view them relative to each other. Yeah. So Costa Rica are favorite among these three teams at a 6.7% chance, but that, that's pretty low for a pot one team. Uh, Panama are given a 2.4% chance and El Salvador 1.6. So none of these teams really favored to, to go all the way. Right. 
Okay, but let's begin our discussion uh, maybe by uh, talking about those uh, relative differences. Do you uh, see Costa Rica as the favourite in this group? Actually, more than double the chance of Panama there. Yeah, I mean, I think odds to win the tournament are a little bit different from odds to win win the group. Um, yeah. But no, I don't see them um, as double the odds of Panama. I think those two teams are are pretty neck and neck, actually. I don't think there's a, a heck of a lot to choose between them. Yeah, I mean, Costa Rica has been, uh, uh, I guess, a little ahead of them, especially in World Cup play uh, over the last while. That's a bit odd with Costa Rica because they do look a lot stronger in World Cup than in uh, than in the Regional Cup, uh, not passing the quarterfinals. So um, uh, what do you make of Costa Rica? Yeah, it's, it's kind of baffling that they can consistently be one of the top three or four teams in World Cup qualification and yet can't get to the semifinals in this tournament, uh, certainly not with any regularity. Um, I, as you mentioned, I think in terms of players are going to go through a big transition zone, but, you know, they were surprisingly kind of dogged and, on, you know, in World Cup qualification and finished fourth again. And, you know, they, they don't always go far, but they usually win their groups here at the Gold Cup. So, um, you know, in my mind, they're still probably the team to beat in this group. Yeah, I mean, it's not like we uh, dislike Costa Rica or anything, but just looking at their player situation, we've been uh, kind of predicting a recession uh, for quite a while that has not come to pass, kind of like world economics right now. Um, and their, their veterans have just been pulling out of the bag. But again, I mean, at the risk of sounding negative again, I, I wonder how long that can go on for. And we saw they haven't really... Uh, done as much as Panama in trying to rebuild their team. Yeah, do you think Panama has the edge? Well, the thing about Panama is that they do kind of sometimes lapse. I mean, we, we, we kind of saw that at the end of World Cup qualification where they weren't able to hold on uh, to that uh, fourth place, even though I think we said that they had a five-point lead uh, uh, going into the yeah. last four or five games. And they, they've lapsed in other cases. When we were doing the history there, um, one of the things surprised me, it was, a, a, I think, a tie in the group with, with Bahamas or something. So, you know, that propensity to lapse uh, is a bit of a worry for me uh, with Panama. Uh, do you make anything of that? I think um, Panama are more likely to lapse in Costa Rica, who are kind of frustratingly consistent at Gold Cup play. Um, to bring El Salvador in, um, I do see them as a step behind both of these other teams, but they also are coming off, you know, probably one of their best tournaments in recent uh, in recent history in the 2021 Gold Cup, and you know were competitive in some of their games in the uh, World Cup qualifying. So I think there's a possibility that they. They could surprise one of these teams and probably Panama more likely. But I also see Panama strong enough to win the group, which is what makes this one so interesting. Yeah, well, a couple of points there for me. I, I actually see them uh, as a bit more likely to surprise um, Costa Rica, despite what I said about Panama. Uh, two things. Uh, I was surprised, actually. I thought Costa Rica was uh, a much bigger country than El Salvador. Actually, all three of these are about the same size. Um, um, Costa Rica has been historically stronger, but there's not really any reason for that. Uh, the other thing, too, that struck me uh, during the history was El Salvador's um, 
performance in the last cup, which you just mentioned, uh, you know, almost uh, scoring against Mexico at the end there, uh, almost passing the quarterfinals uh, with their comeback against Qatar. So uh, they do sometimes show some good spunk at the cup. So um, I'm kind of almost pulling for them to, to be a challenger here to the two teams above. Yeah, I think it would make the group interesting. Um, I think it's possible that they do end up losing both games, but, um, you know, any points taken would probably be enough to knock one of these teams off first place. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, we have seen that uh, Panama and El Salvador are both quite a bit stronger at home uh, than they are on the road. So uh, that may give Costa Rica a bit of the edge who don't seem as, as kind of vulnerable on the road. Yeah, and first and second place could matter quite a bit here because a second-place team would play a first-place finisher in another group. So you could end up meeting USA or Mexico or even Canada in your next game and where you'd be kind of the underdog, where first place could give you a real advantage. So it's, you know, finishing first is, I think, quite significant here. Yeah, good point. Uh, well said. Uh, do you see any hope for the, uh, the team that comes in? We kind of predicted um, Martinique. Uh, uh, um, do you see... Martinique or Suriname, I'd be really surprised if, if Puerto Rico or St. Lucia made it. Yeah, I would be too. I, if Suriname got here, I think they would. They would not be competitive. But I do see Martinique um, possibly being more competitive, partly because they have a, a better history in this tournament as well. Um, they even beat Canada, I think, in 2013, um, you know, in the group stage of the Gold Cup. So I think Martinique, I'd like to see them in the group. Um, I think they were probably at their strongest point, you know, a few years ago as, as compared to now, but, um, I wouldn't expect they would get out, but yeah, I think they could get a point off someone. Do you see them challenging the third? Not really. I mean, if it comes down to a one-off game between El Salvador and Martinique, there's always a chance they could tie or finish ahead of them on goal difference. But, um, no, I don't really see them coming in and being strong enough, uh, to really challenge the third place or certainly not second. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You said uh, they do have a, a pretty good Gold Cup history, but it's more a history uh, of reaching the Cup, which is an achievement in itself. Uh, I think only only uh, maybe at the game level or uh, one time did they pass the group stage and Suriname uh, not at all. So, um, yeah, I can't really... Uh, give them much of a chance. I mean, there really is such a big division between the second-tier teams and the third-tier teams in CONCACAF uh, that it would be hard to see them um, even challenge for third, hey? Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. All right. Well, I'm going to pin you down here, Conor. Uh, Connor, and actually, I should pin myself down because I've been a bit all over the place here. But uh, But you, tell me what you think is going to happen. Well, I, I've keep writing Costa Rica off. For, you know, they haven't quite fallen off yet. I, I do see it coming, but I'm going to say they have one tournament left in them. I'm going to say Costa Rica wins the group, Panama second, El Salvador third, and I'll say Martinique fourth. All right. Well, I thought I was the one who was kind of all over the place with Costa Rica, but I'm going to uh, differ from you there. I think in current form, I'm going to give it to Panama uh, in first and Costa Rica second. El Salvador and Martinique uh, in in fourth. I have a couple of uh, percentage chance here. Um, I think it's uh, almost even odds that Costa Rica and Panama uh, will will 
uh, finished first, but I'm going to give it 52% to Panama. <laughs> and then a 40% chance of Suriname qualifying instead of Martinique, but only about a 10% chance of whoever makes it uh, challenging El Salvador for third place. All right. And then a 10% chance that we're completely wrong all around and, and uh, you know, Puerto Rico wins the group. There is always that possibility. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of Group C, and uh, we will sign off and uh, look forward to talking about Group D. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right. Please check the show notes for a link to a short video about our past, present, and future media casts and uh, all other links to navigate you through our system, including a link to our YouTube channel where each series is separated into its own playlist.